0: Good evening and welcome to the girlfriends channel. I'm your host Shay Hobart, and I'm here with Val All right, and we're going to talk today a little bit about love and what love means to us. Um, my first example of love was from my mother. Um, she, we had I have six sisters, of course, so it was tough being the youngest one to actually know what um, where I fit in. Um, But I was a baby, and everyone treated me like that as well. So my mother's way of love was action. So her love language was always action. So she showed us action by what she did. She made sure we had clothes. She made sure we had food. She made sure we had a a roof over our head. But those three little words of I love you, we rarely heard. I'm not even sure I ever really heard it from her, but um, she always showed it. So I, would, I asked her once when I was a little bit older and before she passed away, and I said, hey, mom, why you don't ever say I love you? And she said, I don't have to say it. I show it to you every day. You have clothes, you have shoes, you got food, you got a roof over your head. So one thing I did learn later is that her her mother never even said the words. Said, I love you. So it was one of those things where when you're not taught to say I love you, um, you don't actually know how to say it so when I got into relationships it was tough for me to tell a guy I love you um they would say I love you and I would say stuff like olive juice (laughs) or I would say me too right so I would say stuff like olive juice because (laughs) one of my friends told me if you say olive juice real quick it sounds like like, I love love you?" you But if I could say I love you, why would I just say I love you? I don't know. I, I don't know if that was the fact that I didn't love them or I just didn't know how to say it. Um, but I I did learn later on um, through teaching and church and and all of that stuff that you have to hear those words. You have to hear those words for com- for confirmation. You have to hear those words for your own self esteem and your own self worth. So I've learned to now say it to my children so that they'll know that I love them. And right. not because of what I show them, and not because of my actions, but because I can tell them as well. Right. Uh, what is your first example of love, Al?
1: My first example of love is um, my mom actually used to say, I love you guys, or I love you. Um, and I know she mentioned um, years ago, she always mentioned that um, growing up, she her mother didn't say it. Her mother showed it through access. So kind of like you, your experience, she just... You know, she experienced the love, but she never heard the words, I love you. So, I, I just, what I've done is I say it to my kids uh, daily. i have text them and say, I love you. Or they'll text me and say, I love you, mom. And that kind of stuff. So, I've tried to make it a point to not only show it, but I really try to say it uh, a lot more. You don't hear it a lot, but in today's society, you don't hear it a lot. Or if we do hear it, it's really, I don't feel like it's really authentic. It's kind of like... We we're just going to of saying it but I think with anything if we really love someone we're going to show it not only are we going to say it but we're also going to show it right and in my, I think my first example of love outside
0: of you know parental love is um what I thought was love um I was dating the guy I think I dated this guy from 18 till probably I was 30 uh-huh. and um and in between, like, he traveled a lot, so I knew that he was working a lot, you know? So I, I still thought it was love, right? Okay. And so what I really found, come to realize is it wasn't, like, necessarily love, but it was more so of, I want to teach you stuff, I want to show you stuff, and I, you were so young, and I was so naive, right. that he was like, I was his muse for some reason. Right. right so, right. of course, I'm equating all of this extra attention because again my only example of love was action right right, right right so he had all these actions to show me you know uh take me places do things for me so i equated that with love so he must love me right you know then later on to find out not even 10 years later after dating someone who i thought just worked out of town so often that he was married oh devastation set wow.
1: in. like but he used I, to say I love you oh all the time Oh, wow all the time. So he was loving you. He was loving his wife too. I mean, well, well
0: love. Well, we already know that you can't love two people at the same time. Right. So the Bible even tells that you either love one or you hate the other. Right. You know, right. you got to love one or you despise the other. So there's no way you can love two people at one time. But again, you know, perception is was my reality. So right. my reality was the example that my mother gave me right. was to show those actions, and then the fact that he was doing that. I equated that with love. Well, when I first, you know, finally come to realize that that wasn't love. Right. That was more so a possession, right. you know, because I was so young and that he had this opportunity to mold me all these years. Gotcha. And, you know, um, it, it just wasn't love. And then I can't really even say that I truly loved him as love well. Him, I, I don't know, you because in between, because he traveled so much, I, I had other boyfriends, too i had Hello. a whole okay. i had a whole fiance. oh wow <laughs> how did that work well wow. because i just knew that well this probably is not going to work because he travels so much so i needed to find somebody so i could have
1: somebody
0: i had to have somebody here you know oh, that wow. was available so i had a whole fiance. so it wasn't really true
1: love from
0: both ends though. no not both ends but you know again that was though that was my first example of what i thought love was and then okay. come to find out that none of that was love not even mine um ex-fiance who then you know broke up with me to marry to then marry someone else wow you know um it was a trip because he would always tell me you know oh i love you so much you know i love you i love you he had no problems in saying i love you but he knew i did Mm -hmm. i'm going to teach you how to say you love me so he would wake me up to say it he would go to bed with me saying it and so i eventually learned how to say it you know basically through him and it was funny because for him to teach me how to say I love you, and then on top of that have a whole another girlfriend outside of me, he ended up oh. he ended up marrying her, you okay. know, and doing all the stuff I thought we would do, like have matching cars and buy houses.
1: Mm-hmm. So you do you think his whole purpose for being with you was to show you that you could say it? I, I mean, in the beginning,
0: I believe he did love me because I I think he, we did a lot of stuff, and I think he. You know, we, we uh shared a lot of things. I think he did love me in the beginning. But in you know, in the end it, it, it just probably wasn't enough for him. Which then takes me to into conditional love. You know, okay. um, most people that we have here, you know, now we experience conditional love. Right. But I always thought that love should be unconditional. Right. Well, that's With, what I thought. Without without merit, nothing you can do on your own that makes me that you can do to make me stop loving you. Right. Well, we know now that the divorce rate divorce rate being so high, that that's not that's true, out right? The window. Right. That's out the window. Divorce rate being over fifty percent right now, is ridiculous. Right. It is. And the fact that I can get, I can fall out of love with you for simple things like you didn't pay
1: the bills or. Well do you think people take the vows seriously? Because I think that's a that's an issue too. Because you know everybody wants the wedding, but who wants the marriage? I mean, you get married is you're taking those vows, and it says in, in sickness and in health, and, you know, it says in good and in bad. So it's just like we want the good, but do we want the bad? And it's like when the bad stuff happens, because it's going to happen, it's inevitable that things happen. Why are we so quick to throw in the towel if we truly love that person? You know, I think especially with marriage, I, it's for some reason the
0: the canned words to me, It just it it means nothing to a lot of people right you know for someone to say in sickness or in health well i have a whole friend whose husband left her when she had cancer wow how do you leave somebody in cancer your vows were in sickness and in health that's right so to me even if you even if it just wasn't what you wanted
1: right now but you i mean that but that tells me to me that says that person really never loved you because when well, my husband did have cancer, and he died, eventually died. I mean, it was just one of those things where it was understood. I'm not going nowhere. We said it's sickness and it helps, so that's what I'm doing. So, uh, for example, we were, when he was in MD Anderson at one point, uh, the nurse came in or the nurse, whatever, or kid came in to help him get cleaned up. And he was just like, no, I don't want you to do what I want my wife to do. And I was just like, you want me to do it? And he was like, yeah, I want you to do it. I don't feel comfortable with anybody else. I was like, okay. But that was my job to do it. If he if he felt some type of, way, that's fine. I am there to do that. That was my role in sickness and in health. And those, I took those vows seriously because if it were the other way around, how? I mean, how would I feel? So I think a lot of times we're not. People are just not taking it seriously. It's not about a wedding. It's about the marriage. It's about if you really love this person. Mm-hmm. You love them regardless of what, whatever, come what may, you're saying, I'm going to love you regardless.
0: So I believe that um, when you take those vows, for better or for worse, okay. or sickness and in health and to death do us part, I think those vows are unconditional. They are unconditional. Right? So when you say those six words it's those six phrases it's unconditional so if you get cancer you know knowing I have a friend that had cancer and the husband left her it's like how do you leave me in sickness wait that till I get loved. wait till I get better that was you know so I think that people especially here I'm just like the, the love the mortal love that we have here to me is just not real I do believe that there is one love and that, on, that one love is only agape love, right. and that's God's love. So, God's love is so unconditional that right. it doesn't matter what you do. If He wakes you up tomorrow morning, He says, I forgive you for whatever it happened yesterday. Right. Right. So, today is a new clean slate. Let's try to make this fresh, right? right. So, I just, I just love the fact that God loves me so much yeah. that it, it, there's nothing I can do that can, it's like a parental love. There's right. nothing you can do. that that can tell your parents not love you. Yeah. Even if they're the worst parents ever, they still love you. That's right. You know, they may not be able to feed you, clothe you like our parents were for us, but they still love you. Yeah. You know, and they can probably pretend like, oh, I don't love you as much as, you know, I don't love my kids. So I've seen kids just mistreat their parents because she's never done nothing for me or she's never been nothing to me. Right. You know, but realistically, I mean, you know, in reality, that, that, that parent still has some love for you. You know, so there's, to me, it's nothing you can do to take God's love away. I agree. And that's the kind of love I think I experienced, like, with my own husband, right? Right. So, it's not always, it's not always physical, it's not sexual, like, okay, we have to have sex every day to keep our love alive, you know? Right. You know, I think people equate sex with love, and I think that's, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah,
1: that's not.
0: You know, I've had tons of sex. Right. And no love.
1: Right. And well, I had, and then I think it gets it gets confusing when people say make love. It's just like no, it's not love. It's just sex. It's you know depending on who it's with or whatever. That's not making love. That's sex. So don't get it. Confu- most, it most definitely depends on
0: who it's with because exactly. you know you know because I think that I think I'm not just it's again it's just a play on words. I don't right. think it's we're making love because no. technically. Probably it should be that way, right? right. It, it shouldn't should be, be that way. but that's not what's happening with a lot of relationships. You no. know, our souls connect. I, I, I'm a believer in our spirits connecting when we have sex. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a firm believer in it. So that's why I believe you shouldn't just be having sex with any and everybody. It's true. You know, because they you're call
1: giving it
0: soul a, ties. You, soul yeah. ties. You're giving yeah. a piece of you away every time you give something yeah. to somebody. And then what do you have left after so many years? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That's yeah, why you nothing, can see. Absolutely
1: nothing. That's why
0: you know. To me, even like even in the world of prostitution, I'm like, how do you do that? Because every time you have sex with no somebody, whether it's for money, whether whatever it's for, you're giving a piece of yourself away. Right. right. So what happens when you have nothing? I don't know that's a good question you know so I just you know I just don't I tell people all the time don't I had to tell my daughter because she's younger so I say, don't equate sex with love because those two things don't go together no it's
1: just yeah just
0: because he wants to have sex with you does not mean he loves you
1: that's
0: right you know even if he says he loves you to get sex
1: right he may not love you right after
0: right you know, be ready for that. You know, be so it. it's amazing to me. I see people all the time, especially un- unmarried people. And they get pregnant and I'll be like, Oh, okay, so how's your baby daddy? Oh, we're not together no more.
1: What? Right.
0: You done had a you ho- you done got pregnant with a whole baby and yeah. now he's gone?
1: Yeah. Where'd he go? Hey.
0: You know? But he loved you nine months ago. Right. No more you know, love. You know, so that's love a,
1: left.
0: You know, so that's the thing about me and then and, and I believe in I most definitely believe in Unconditional love, and I don't think you experience that in relationships. No. I, and I think it's tough to really experience it in friendships. I think yeah. you know I'm one of those people that I, I live in a no judgment zone. My friends come, and they tell me whatever. Hey, it's a no judgment zone. No. I'm not the one to judge you. That's God. So I'm gonna tell you what God say first. Right. And then I'm gonna tell you what I think.
1: Right.
0: Now you still do what you do, and I'm gonna support whatever that is. Right. But I'm gonna tell you what God thinks first, and then what I think. Okay. You know and I know God's word is what it is right? but I'm going to say hey you know on the cool this is what I think you should probably be doing you probably shouldn't be doing it because that's what the words say Right. it probably shouldn't be right you know so but when it comes to to me when it comes to God's love I think it's so genuine that you know to know that there's nothing no matter what you do that he loves you unconditional that no matter you know um, even if you make a mistake he still sees that mistake and says I understand it you know, and, you know, as long as you repent and ask for forgiveness and, and what have you. I think he did. He then says, okay, let's make tomorrow a better day. Right. I have bad days all the time. And I can't right. imagine God's love not being on me.
1: That's right. You know,
0: I cannot imagine God Thank taking you. his Plus love grace. away. Yes. And yes. then what if he woke up one day and was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm done. You know, say I'm done with you.
1: You, <laughs> you ain't doing. You
0: ain't doing oh, what I asked you to do. I'm done with you. He could have said that many times ago. Yes, yes. But I'm so grateful that he doesn't. So yes, thank God.
1: Um,
0: I think unconditional love is what we should have for each other. Not only in we
1: should relations. We should. Uh
0: uh-huh. We should, and not only in friendships, but unconditional love is a, a key. It is. You know, um, that's the key to a marriage too. I, I talked to people that've been married for fifty four years yesterday, and the first thing she says is, "We have unconditional love. Mm. There's nothing he can do to make me stop loving him." Oh. I said, "Oh, that's so sweet." That's sweet. I said, "But you know, what if he bring home a baby?"
1: What did
0: she say? She said, "Depends on how old the baby is. If you're oh. two years old, we gotta talk." Oh.
1: Okay.
0: I said, "We gotta. If we gotta talk, I said, for me that's a breaking point." That's my breaking point. <laughs> my husband bring home a baby. It's done. Cause I just what think. Did you say? I, I don't know I, I, listen. If you
1: truly have unconditional love. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. work through those things. And I mean,
0: I think we can work through it, but it's gonna be tough that first. Well, you know, of course.
1: I mean. And I like babies for better or for worse. So. I like babies. Part of Yeah.
0: But yeah. for me, yeah, yeah, it could be. And that is the worst, for sure. Right. You know, but again, I, I'm, I'm more. I'm I'm such a forgiving person. I think I could get past it. I think you would. You know. I think you.
1: Would.
0: But um, it would be tough. It, yeah, of
1: course it would be yeah. tough. And if I am.
0: I, wants to I'm a scar. I'm a Scorpio too. So he gonna hear for about eighteen well, yeah, years. He's been here for a while. <laughs> he waiting for a while because everything no matter what is oh he gonna hear that he, he gonna hear that about 18 years no cause
1: you got a baby no cause yeah. you got
0: a baby yeah yeah can we can you get some bread from the store no, no, you no cause you got a baby yeah <laughs> can you pay the light bill? No. no cause you
1: gotta feed you wanna you wanna gotta
0: feed that baby yeah <laughs> exactly how it's gonna go for about Absolutely. 18 years now he might leave cause he gonna get tired of that so I don't know I think that's a, but that is a thing about unconditional love I think I can accept just about anything I, I don't want you know anything to happen and I don't think um, for sure I'm not saying I'm accepting anything like there's no way I would accept abuse from anybody right you know abuse is not love at all no form of abuse like it be a physical mental spiritual abuse none of that don't don't beat me up with God because I've had that before right you know God God. say you gonna go to church God say you what boy you don't even do what God say sit down we're
1: not gonna do that
0: you know, so I've had you know, like I said, I've experienced. You know, when you get a, when you become a woman of a certain age, ain't much you ain't experienced,
1: right?
0: right? So it's just tough to. It's easier to me to to know what unconditional love looks like, you know, yeah. and and I think I I have it in my marriage what it looks like. Right. I think that uh, people should want to experience that. Mm-hmm. You know. We I think I've you.
1: had it but I don't think I'll have it again. I think the only look, the unconditional love I have is from coming from God and for my children. Other than that, uh You don't think you have unconditional mm, love in a relationship ever again? Mm, the way things are now no. You think you had it with I, your husband? I think I had it with my husband. I think I truly had it with Chris. Um, but anybody else, I don't see it happen. I don't I don't and you know, I don't see everything. I don't know the future, but just from what I just from what I, I'm feeling or I've experienced, nah. I don't think people really love people anymore. I think you mean to
0: tell me people don't love people on Black mm. Fish, planet fish? Nah, What's
1: it called? Black that's, Planet? That's Booty Call stuff. That's <laughs> Booty <Boudicca. laughs> I thought people love everybody on that. No, that's Booty Call. Yeah. That's Booty Call stuff. No, no. You no, know, no, no I know. But again,
0: it's a dating scene. You know, it's tough. It is tough. I think the dating scene gets you to a point where you. Um, especially in your case, you know, again, you're a woman of a certain age, so you ain't twenty right. something years old no more. Right. You're not wearing the tight tight pants and the no, high crop shirts, and mm-hmm. you got kids with needs.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm for. you know, in order for you to find somebody, it has to be somebody who's settled in their settled in themselves, right. you know, and don't need all this.
1: Well, I think that's the hard part because I've, I've met guys that are like in their forties and fifties that are still not okay with themselves and i'm just like wow i mean you know i don't know i just think no
0: one in their 50s should not be settled with hey, who they are i'm
1: trying i'm telling you i'm telling you i have met a few that just like you're still- I, the insecurity level is just like really high so i'm just like i can't you know i can't deal with the insecurity part i can't deal with that if you're not secure then it's just like how i mean because i'm i'm i think i'm pretty secure with who i am but if you're not secure as a man i can't i don't know how to help you with that so to me i just that's, don't that's a concern
0: i just don't believe it at, at our age you'd be surprised you should
1: know who you are and, and i agree where you're you going be surprised but then you'd you need to stray, you need to stray away from those kind of behavior. exactly and that is why here I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I'm that alone. That is why I'm alone right now. And I have my kids. I can't cannot. Hey, kids. being
0: alone does not mean you're lonely. Absolutely.
1: So, so hey, there goes that. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting better with understanding
0: yeah. that. So well I, I pr- well, I pray for you to get that unconditional love. I know it's out there. Yeah. And it's just a matter of, you know, connecting with you. Yeah. I know that's going to happen. Um, but today, we've talked about unconditional love. And having that in your life. And, um, of course, making sure that you give that. Right. When you're with uh, someone or you have someone in your life, make sure you give those that person your unconditional yeah. love. And yeah. unconditional love is without conditions. Not based on what you do for me what you say for me where you go for me right none of that has anything to do with it it's the same love that God gives you every day mm-hmm. so if you wake up with God's grace give somebody else that same right. grace
1: you're right.
0: that God okay. gives you you know especially in relationships and in um, in your family and um, when you're trying to find a mate you want to you want to give them that type of unconditional love right again this is the girlfriends channel we thank you so much for listening in and sitting down with us as well um enjoy the show thank uh you. this is shay hopper signing off along with valerie and we have unconditional love for each other that's right and we'll give that same <laughs> love to you
1: that's right thank
0: you and have a great evening bye the girlfriends channel